Hello and welcome to the Comedy Journey podcast which I think for reasons known to us now will now be called the Comedy Journey podcast by car. By car. Or ferry. Or ferry or just never <laughs> by electricity. Well, Maybe one day electricity. A Prius. It could be. We could be getting an Uber. So how are you, Matt, the driver? I'm alright. Thank you. Yeah. Good. It's good. hot. It is a bit warm. And we can't keep the windows open because otherwise all they'll hear on the audio is... Or the sounds of outside. The sound of the underground. So yeah, everything's good. Everything's wonderful. Everything is awesome. Um, some nice little gigs last week, including downstairs at the King's Head, which was one I was looking forward to. Tonight I'm doing Funny Feckers. You are? Yeah, man. And Dean Swift. Dean. Hello, Dean. Hello, Dean. Um, well, if we get there, um, yeah, so Funny Feckers, run by the absolutely brilliant Wesley. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the first gigs that you wanted to do, isn't it? It was. Um, I've seen people performing there, but it's always a really fun night, really good night. Um, usually I go to the Constitution in Camden to see it, but this one's nice and easy for us to get to. Tower Bridge. It is. So I'll be wearing shorts. I think on the underground. Probably for the best. I will be <laughs> a three-piece suit, <laughs> as is my want. So yeah, um, exciting stuff, and even more exciting. This is a two-part podcast. Yeah, it is. yeah, yeah. Well, it's planning to be a two-part podcast. Yeah. It may be. I get stuck in loads of traffic, in which case it's a one-part podcast, but, yeah. I don't think you get stuck in traffic, do you? No, shouldn't do. Not at this time. So, yeah, and full frontal comedy seems to be coming along. We've got, I think, most of the apps booked for the October and November now, haven't we? Well, we we got them in mind. Well, yeah. Whether or not they can do it. <laughs> so, but I'm pretty sure they are. And uh, December is shaping up as well. Yes, we have Santa. Mm-hmm. We have the elves. We have Rudolph. Um, no, Blitzen and Carmen. And Dancer and Prancer and... Gino and Trevor. Colin and Steve. The real name. not quite sure what the driver in front of me is doing. <laughs> Nor is the driver in front of us. Just stopped. S- slowing down. Uh... <laughs> okay, so we're on a 30 mile hour limit. We are managing to do... 10. 10. Oh, they're going to love this bit where it... Tightened up. I'm going to say this is an old person driving. Well, we can't... I can't see their head, so 
It's an old person driving. Yeah, you assume it's a tiny old woman. It's not, it's a tiny old man. <laughs> Clever. <laughs> Commentary. There you go. That's a really good, really good for visuals. Yeah. Really good for audio. Really good for the podcast listeners. Um. So yeah, we're recording this, and it's nearly the end of June, which means there's only this week, I think, until the closing of this month's lo- oh, location. location. Yep. Which is um. So we've got. The Dean Swift, mm-hmm. which is an unknown quantity for us. Yep. We've got the Lost Society, yep, which is we know about. Yep. And we also have <laughs> the, Griffin. the Griffin Bell, which we've been to before. Yeah. Neither of which have won so far, so maybe so, this month. So maybe if they're listening, maybe they can up their game. <laughs> I I decided on a rule for the Lord of Location, which I revealed on last week's podcast, but which you couldn't hear, <laughs> that there will never be a drop, but there can always be an increase in points for a certain venue. Yeah, and I was going to say, you, they, surely they must be able to drop. Damn. Yeah, but what happens if suddenly they put their prices up? Then, you know, they won't they won't get their points. Right. Yeah, but they should drop because the points are not recorded, apart from in my own head. Exactly, so surely you must look at it and go, well, they recorded a four for their prices last time, but now they've put their prices up a pound. Yeah, but the thing is, if they don't increase, then they're not included in the, in the month's location, ordered location. So it won't matter anyway. So that's a little, a little little insight into how this works for all you venues yeah. that are listening, which is none of you. Well, maybe the Kevin Deschamps did listen once. I'm pretty sure the Galvanised Union doesn't. Yeah, because we've not heard from them. What a waste of a certificate. What a waste of plasticised certificates. Don't do this for your benefit. <laughs> Quite logically, this is all about us. Yeah. So what has happened in the news? Um, Boris Johnson versus Jeremy Hunt. Yeah, we're not going to talk politics though because I'm tired of politics. Jimmy Carr's in trouble for a joke he told. Is he? Yeah. Um, oh. Yes, he did a joke, and um, it hasn't gone down well. I'm not going to repeat the joke, because I'm someone who thinks very much there is not really such a thing as a taboo subject. However, I do believe in, if you're going to tackle a subject that's a little bit taboo, or a little bit near the knuckle, then the victim of the joke has to be... What I'll the do bigger is, in the break, I will find the joke, listen to the joke, and then we can discuss it further. Because without you telling me what it is, we can't really discuss it. 
say it, which is fair enough. I will, I will do a little bit of research in the, uh, in the break, and then, then we perhaps can discuss it a bit further. Yeah, because I think in this instance it was a misguided joke. Until the next part, we will be able to carry on this discussion. No. But uh, England played... Cameroon oh, that was <laughs> interesting, wasn't it? Oh. Even I... Right, so... The Women's World Cup. The Women's World Cup. England versus Cameroon. Brilliant match. In terms of intrigue and... Some real interesting decisions. I felt very sorry for Cameroonian players. Why? Because, okay, the the ones that were awarded to England, so the um, back pass and the first offside, which they said wasn't offside, I think were right decisions. However, uh, well, they were correct. Yes. However, the Cameroon offside goal, if it had been the other way round, if it was England that were in that position and the goal was disallowed, I would have been a bit, oh, come on. I think that was a very, very near as much makes no difference decision well then it, well it's whether or not basically the rules... it was the back of her heel was offside and that was about it mm -hmm. now I know if you follow the letter of the law you gotta go with what it says and one rule for all however I also think later on there was a penalty that was denied and I think the referee was scared to award the penalty because that was more of an obvious decision than the Cameroon offside. I think the referee was just a bit too scared to award it because there would have been an absolute riot. Although I think the referee was pretty poorly um, was unable to control the situation. I thought, I think, especially as they refused to kick off for a while in the restart of the second goal, I think they should have got booked for time wasting. Look, would it be classed as time wasting? Because they weren't, they weren't actually ready to play to kick off. That, that's the problem. Because they weren't mentally in the state to play on. They were holding up the game. They, they were holding up the game. But then maybe they were holding up the game for a valid reason. Because their mentality was not... Their, their frame of mind was not... In a safe place for them to kick off. It was in a safe place. What was going to happen? Well, no. If they if they were emotionally not able to play, 
that that's part of the game is keeping your emotions in check and if they couldn't do that and their game suffered as a result that's down to them it is down to them and they controlled themselves in such a way where they didn't carry on playing which is not controlling yourself anyway tell us what you thought of the refusal to play you can call 0118999 we're going to go um, fan ourselves with Calippos and uh, yeah we will see you in the second part of no, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, second say. part of the Comedy Journey podcast. <laughs> by car. By car. Right, we're going under a tunnel. See bye, you, bye. See bye, you. Bye, 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 bye. <laughs> なにこの感覚いや、ブライ。メニューに飯。カレー飯とそのため飯。気がしてない。へい。バイト体験体験できるバイト体験体験バイト体験するならバイトルだ。バイトのためしはバイトルアプリ。そう、and <笑> Sorry, welcome back to the Comedy Journey podcast with me, Simon Owen. I don't think I introduced myself in the first part. It didn't matter. I know. You all know who I am. And of course, joined once again in part two by Matt the Driver. Hello. So, we were talking before we were rudely interrupted by those messages about... um, Jimmy Carr mm-hmm. and the joke that he said. Now I like Jimmy Carr. I think he's a very clever comedian. I think he writes some of the best jokes and incredibly hardworking. So yeah, this joke that he's apparently been um, in, got into trouble for or some people are unhappy about. Had a chance to see what the joke was at one of his shows. Um, it relates to dwarves. Now, now I wouldn't call Korean dwarves. It's not the Korean <laughs> joke. I think. Right. Okay. So he's in trouble for two jokes, apparently. One to do with dwarves one to do with Koreans. Yeah. My feeling is the Korean one is a very cleverly constructed funny joke and not racist in the slightest. No, there's no way racist, it's just One Direction fans getting annoyed again, but not One Direction fans, but BTS behind the scenes, I don't know what BTS is. It's Korean pop, K-pop isn't it? Yes. One of the fastest selling tickets <laughs> in no. less than a second. Yeah, yeah. But my feeling is that joke that's a good joke. I like that joke. The other one about dwarves. I do have a bit of a problem with it because the 
butt of the joke or the victim of the joke, if you like, is the people that he probably shouldn't be making the victims of jokes. I, yeah, um, it's not, from, the only thing is I, I've not seen the build-up to the joke, and I've not seen what happened after the joke, because it, oh, the only, the only time I saw it was when it, it was written down in an article. Oh yeah, it's, it's not, it's not been recorded, is it, because it's part of his show. It's a very out of context way of yeah. us knowing. So it is from if if it was just him, which he does occasionally, just says one-liners, and it was there was no context or anything or any content around it which make any sort of sense to the joke, then it's an offensive joke. joke itself isn't very funny, but the joke is how offensive it is. Yeah, I mean, sense. there will be people who find that joke funny, and I think if you find the joke funny, fair enough. I'm not here to say that you're not allowed to find it funny. Um, if you're offended by the joke, or you find the joke offensive, I think you're well within your rights to find it offensive as well. Um, I think, so going to the, for instance, Danny Baker picture, I don't believe that Danny Baker is racist or meant it in a racist way. I think it was misjudged. I think. Does Jimmy Carr hate dwarves? Probably not. But it doesn't make it doesn't make He was on celebrity catchphrase with Ellie Simmons. Remember that? I do. But I don't think it's a case of he then turns around and says, Of course I don't hate dwarves, some of my best friends are dwarves. That won't help. <laughs> I think it was, I think he's done funnier jokes, <laughs> lots funnier jokes. It just, it, it just, from what I have read, it seems very out of place. It does seem like it's been totally put out of context in the article without adding context. But I, f I think I'm finding it very, f very difficult to fit any content or context around it. Yeah, I can't, I can't think of a way it would make it any more acceptable. Yeah, and that's the thing. And I can see that being a joke that he makes, and I can see it as a one-off, one-liner. I don't think he'll start championing that joke and saying there's nothing wrong with it I think he'll probably look back at it and think I, 
I think Was it necessary? Well, this is the thing. I wrote a joke yesterday about the Women's World Cup. And... I'm looking to use it in a set. And... I would say there is misogynism in the joke but kind of more I know this isn't acceptable I'm in on the joke you're in on the joke and therefore we can all have a laugh and move on yeah I mean like offensive jokes are okay and can be really funny as long as the victim is the person making the joke it's not because when it comes to a joke they're the only person that is talking and has a voice in any other context in any other situation the victim can reply but in a joke they can't so an offensive joke has to be very clever unless you're looking for people to laugh in a horrible way <laughs> and I don't attacking. think I don't think Jimmy Carr's a horrible attacking comedian necessarily a lot of his jokes that are attacking tend to be self-deprecating So it's important to realise that I'm not saying you can't make jokes about dwarves or you can't make jokes about women or you can't make jokes about ethnic minorities because then you're singling them out as you're singling them out as different. You know, if you're watching you've been framed and a dwarf gets hit in the face by a frisbee, that's no less funny than if a six foot person gets hit by a frisbee. You still can laugh at it. I'm not saying you can't laugh at certain groups of people because that's not that's not what they want as much as anything I would have thought. They don't want special treatment. That, that's it, it's like, some, some people could use that, what, he, what Jimmy Carr said, as a, as a, a way of attacking a dwarf in the street. Yeah. That's not on. That's not correct. That's not right. Of course, it's down to the person walking down the street to to use that comment if they if they feel that they must. It's their decision. It's not Jimmy Carr's decision. But it's just if someone is that way inclined, then I think if Jimmy Carr heard of a situation where a 
complete asshole decided to say it as a way to insult and upset a dwarf in the street, he'd be really devastated and upset by that. He wouldn't think, oh, good on you, that's one of mine. I don't think he'd like that to happen. But I think at the time he probably didn't think that would be an issue. a very serious discussion for the second part of the Comedy yeah, Journey podcast. I bet you're all happy you stuck around for the second part of the podcast. That's it. If you've got any views on comedy. Or if you've been affected by any of the issues that we've spoken about, then um, our website is www.frankieboyle.com and he will advise you further. Till then, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to this um, two-parter. <laughs> it was very much a podcast of two parts. Didn't say any of them would be good, but um, it is what it is. So um, either I'll catch you on the circuit sometime. You can still follow me on Twitter at Simon Owen Comedy. No, just at Simon Owen Comedy, or on my website, which is at. No, it's not. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm really, really good with technology. So, Twitter is at Simon Owen Comedy, or my website is simonowencomedy.com. There you go. That's it. So, and I, yeah. I don't have a website. Well, we'll start you off on one. No. Right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Love you. Bye. Cheers. Bye. 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 Bye.